0: Today is Wednesday, and it's a very special Wednesday because this is the first time that I've ever had a series within a season, Um, and this is part two of that series. Um, This week and last week's topics were, I'm sorry, are Christianity, but today specifically is about some of the different denominations, Um, and I was supposed to have guests this episode. I know I told you guys that last week, but um, they could not be here, Um, but I will write something that one of them wants to say down in the description. Let's get into it. What is the real point of Christianity? There are lots of conflicting views. Love God, love everyone, don't sin, be reconciled to God, and a lot of other things. Honestly, I think it's to love God and not be a jerk to people. Like, I mean, be for real. People don't like jerks. People will run away from you if you're a jerk. Dead serious. Um, But recently I saw this headline on NPR, I think, that people in Ivy League did some research and they found spirituality to be better for mental health. Yeah, I don't know how that science works because I've been a Christian for so many years and I still have problems with my mental health. So, yeah. Back to the main topic about the denominations, Um, but before that, I will exist why they exist in the first place. I'm sure we're wondering why there are so many different branches of Christianity when we all believe basically the same thing. Well, because of different oppression tactics others were using and differences in how the messages in the Bible were being received, different people started their own churches basically like deviated from the norm and were like, oh, I'm going to go do this now because <laughs> you're a liar that's not what god said yeah <laughs> paraphrasing obviously um but that's when the different den- denominations came to be when some of those teachings were like okay i don't think that's what they said in the bible i'm gonna do this to start my own. oh my gosh that's not what they said you've been lying to us this entire time i'm gonna go start my own church and actually teach the truth I'm going to teach my own interpretation of the good news. However, some of those teachings came with stuff that was actually never said in the Bible. Not <clears throat> oh, Catholics. Sorry. What? Or stuff they took quite literally from the Bible. I, and when I mean literally, I mean very literally. Like, they have a lot, there are a lot of metaphors in the Bible, but um, some of the metaphors they took in into literal context, I... I don't know what they were thinking <laughs> um that's when the different denominations came to be not all of them came at one time but they all came at a specific point in someone's life when they were like I don't believe what this person is saying about Jesus. I'm going to go do this research on my own um and I don't And they found it, and they were like, oh my gosh, that's not what they said. I'm having a different revelation than what they share with me, so I'm going to go start my own church. Right? And then after I read an article on what the Bible says about separation of believers and what they drew from Scripture on that, and I mean actual Scripture, um, I really agree with what they said. The quote that I wanted to read from that was more of a question, but it still works. Do their respective teachings really represent conflicting represent ah. Do their respecting teachings actually represent conflicting concepts with God or are they just grand variations on a grand theme? Of course, it's important to highlight that when the Roman paganship, basically them having all these different deities Honestly, I love mythology, but I've always been more of a Greek mythology person. I mean, I admire the Romans for like their structure and the way they they ran their empire, but um, I've always been more of a Greek mythology person. Anyway, uh, when the Roman paganship died down and Roman Catholicism took its place, they had some pretty heavy dogma that not a lot of people agreed with. That being said, I think Vatican City is actually very cool, seeing as how they are still technically a theocratic community and live under the Pope, even though technically they're in Italy. They are their own country, basically. I did the research. They have their own flag. They're their own micro country. It's like the coolest thing. And it's not like a big city. It's like, you know, New York. It's like a very small community as opposed to what us Americans are kind of used to. Um, But I couldn't imagine having to be a person that fought that battle for it to be its own country. Like, it's crazy if you actually go into the history of that. But, I mean, I like history. Other people don't. (laughs) Um, That being said, let's talk about the denominations. So, starting off with the Episcopal Church, or the Anglican, whatever you want to call it, um, they use the Bible and the Book of Common Prayers of Foundation of Faith. Now, the Book of Common Prayer, I am pretty sure it's like what they believe about the Bible, what they've seen in the Bible, what they think it means. Which I don't have a problem with, like self interpretation, because technically, we don't know if anybody else is speaking the truth. I'm sorry, I'm about to lead y'all all into this really, really weird debate with myself about what truth is. Let me stop. <laughs> um, but their Book of Common Prayer is a foundation of their faith about what they believe, what they've seen in the Bible, what they think the Bible says, what it means, and also, like, notes from the Bible, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, and then for Baptists, this is the second one on the list that I have, I don't know all the dominant denominations i haven't gone to college study religion i don't really want to <laughs> um Baptists. they only use the bible that's the type of christian i am been in a baptist church my entire life um we're called evangelicals like the lutherans and methodists are speaking of lutherans that's the next one um lutheran churches are not named after martin luther king jr i thought that for so long but it's not I was wrong. <laughs> um, it's actually named after a fifteen hundreds era monk who was German. And they also only use the Bible. Now, for the Methodists. Now the Methodists are pretty close to the Catholic faith, but they don't pray to or, you know, with I don't know the ins and out of Catholicism. Um, they don't pray to the saints. They only regard the Holy Trinity um as in God the Father, God the Son, or you know, Jesus. And God is Spirit, the Holy Spirit, as holy and someone you should pray to. Now, Pentecostal Church. I think in the Bible, it was Psalms something. There are like a hundred something chapters of Psalms. Um, It says that the Christian, when they begin to believe and have confessed, they believe they are a new creation in Christ. They have been reborn. Um, well, the Pentecostal Church takes that literally. You heard me. Literally. It is... A tenet of their faith. It is a tenet of their church as well. They also believe that church is meant to be an experience, um, which I don't entirely agree with, but I don't entirely disagree with it either. Um, it's different when the Holy Spirit is actually moving around your church and, you know, people are affected by the word, that, you know, God has given you to preach, but it's a different thing if you're just, like, being performative about it, because that's basically blasphemy, I think. Like I said, I haven't studied um, theology and stuff, so I I don't know. (laughs) It's just perspective at this point. Anyway, the Presbyterian Church stands with a Reformed theology, and they stress a government within their church that also involves you know people who are you know basic just members of the church as well as those higher in the clergy such as you know deacons head pastor all that and the roman catholic church upon further inspection lit quite literally i am dead serious right now has a few at least five i'm pretty sure to marry the mother of jesus yes she is dead. You're right about that, because she did live two thousand years ago. But it isn't my place to comment on their beliefs. That's not. That's not my job. It's none of my business. I'm a Baptist. <laughs> Here's your kindest reminder for this week, Ephesians chapter four, verse seven. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportion it that was your kindest reminder for this week brought to you by mario griff on behalf of world talking more things thanks for listening to me describe the different christian faiths with a few interjections <laughs> um if you guys want to know more i'll be happy to do a few more episodes on christianity if i come back for season five because we are almost well we're an episode out from the end of season four you guys I it feels like just yesterday that I started this podcast and I'm so happy that at least someone is listening you have no idea I know how much of a burden it is to keep everything inside and not you know be able to find out about stuff so if you have an episode topic that you would love to hear me talk about and you know possibly butcher (laughs) um send it in um, in the Q and a section on Spotify, or leave a voice message for me, and I'll see every day. I will talk to you through your headphones next time. You will hear me next episode. I still I'm probably gonna talk about Barbenheimer because that's that's the big thing right now. Um, but yeah you're special um there's no one like you on this earth even though they might have you know fundamental elements of your personality they're not you they're just similar you're the only one on this earth and the earth needed one of you bye